We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, welcome. It is Bowerly, News Radio 930 WBEN. Now, as I proceed with the program, I may have to take a one-minute break unexpectedly to give the engineer my login credentials so we can uh, get into email. For some reason, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure you can relate to this. Maybe it's happened on your job as well. Um, I'm trying to log in to uh, email at work. I'm getting 403 forbidden. It is verboten, and I'm kind of wondering if it has anything to do with this new haircut. As my friend Gary Johnston said on Sunday during the Bills game, um, Tom, you're looking very Germanic with that haircut, and I knew what that was shorthand for, and I didn't appreciate uh, Gary saying that at, at all in the least. Uh, Nate, the engineer, is here. I'm, I'm going to try to write down. You need me to write down my credentials? Okay. Nate, the engineer, is here. So sorry to take up your time as you listen to the program like this. A um, couple of things before we get into the show. If, if the voice goes dry, I think I have an allergy to something here at work which has just entered the building in the past two days. Lucas Buckley, perhaps. I don't know. So don't worry about it. It's 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 nothing. It's not an infection. Um, it's just one of those things. I, I don't have an answer other than most likely explanation. Allergy. Oh, I, you got that window to pop out. I couldn't even get that window to pop out. Well, you got the magic touch there, Nate. You really do. So anyway, if, if you go to the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page, you are a man among men, sir. A man among men. Uh, if you go to the Bowerly and WBEN Facebook page, I, I got to say, one of the things that is frustrating, and in any relationship, it is important that we have a conversation. In any relationship, it is important that we talk about the status of our relationship, okay? And it's important that you let me know when things are bothering you, and believe me, you do. And it's important that I let you know when things are bothering me. And one of the things that drives me really batty about Facebook is writing a post, which I think is very clear 
and very succinct, and then having people comment on the post, which apparently they haven't read. Example, today, I put a post up about why a domed stadium would be a great way for Western New York to attract many other events above and beyond football, such as I suggested we should host and steal whatever national pickleball championship there happens to be because it is the fastest growing sport in America. I suggested in the post that we have an indoor stadium and with the proper flooring, you could set up a tremendous badminton tournament. And just hear me out on this, folks. We have a lot of people in this country from the Indian subcontinent and from uh, the Far East, where badminton is a very, very big sport. And you'll meet a lot of really nice people who play badminton. And because that is a growing population demographic, badminton in the United States is growing in popularity. So it would be nice to kind of get in on the American ground floor of badminton and steal whatever national badminton tournament we could or make up our own tournament. I also specifically said we could steal or invent our own cornhole tournament if the stadium had a dome. The fundamental point being that there are so many events that we could do in western New York to monetize the new stadium for the cost of a dome. You're looking at roughly $50 million, give or take, but eh, we're not talking about real money anymore either. That would have bought you that would have bought you a couple of battleships in the First World War. But in any event, I, I, the, the whole post was about why a dome would give us expanded usability and monetizing of the new stadium. And yet, despite my very clear communication, people responded, a few people responded, football is made to be played outside. The post wasn't about football. It was about all the other things that you could do if you had a Tome Stadium. It wasn't about football should be played outside. It wasn't that at all. So in the course of our relationship, again, we're just sitting back and uh, we're having a cup of coffee together, possibly a cup of tea, pinky out. And you always tell me when I aggravate you, believe me, you do. And I'm going to tell you when Facebook aggravates me, like you put up a post that is pretty darned clear and written in English and people, I don't know why people comment on something that they haven't read, especially when the idea being communicated is such a simple idea. The idea being, with a dome, you can do more things in a stadium. And then the, the knee-jerk response is, football was made to be played outside. That wasn't the point of, the, uh, of this particular post, although I really think that whole home team advantage, Buffalo, wintertime thing is uh, kind of blown out of all proportion. What matters... 
what matters is the fact that Cole Beasley is back as a Buffalo Bill. That is what matters. You know what's really interesting? How many of you, after Sunday's game, how many of you listened to Shope and the Bulldog? And I forget which one or whether it was a caller brought this up in the Bills-Jets postgame show, that they miss a guy like Cole Beasley. And we're driving home, and we're thinking, well, Cole Beasley's retired. Wonder if he could possibly be induced to come back. Cole Beasley uh, signed to the practice squad. Wouldn't expect that to last very long. So Buffalo Bills making, I think, a good move um, heading into the home stretch of the season. Now, whether this will or will not affect any Buffalo movement on uh, Odell Beckham Jr., I have no idea. But very interesting how the National Football League works, and uh, that's going to be something very, very uh, fascinating to follow. Now, uh, thanks to David Bellavia, of course, for the magnificent uh, lead-in to the program. And I've got a couple of things with which I want to start out. And uh, both of these subjects are things that we've done before, but I need to do them because, frankly, they have been on my mind. And it was, uh, oh, let's see, was it last week? I mentioned this yesterday. Sometimes weeks lead into weeks, lead into weeks, and you don't remember whether um, <laughs> whether you said something a day ago or a month ago. It just it just it just happens that way. Um, but uh, we have talked about, and yes, I'm trying to multitask here. On <laughs> trying to multitask as I uh, uh, get into my things. I couldn't get into the computer before I got on the air here. But um, we've talked about this. And it needs to be addressed again. And the reason is, driving this really cool loner vehicle, okay, this really fancy Jeep Wagoneer, and I'm falling in love with this vehicle. And the thing is, I'm not a big car person. I'm a little car person because I'm not a big guy, okay? But this Wagoneer does allow you to have a great view of the road. And, you know, I mentioned Lauren Fix yesterday. Lauren Fix, of course, is on with David Bellavia very, very frequently, like uh, every Friday, and she knows cars. She is just so good with cars. And I wondered aloud yesterday what Lauren Fix, the car expert, would say about the Jeep Wagoneer. And she texted me back, love the Jeep Grand Wagoneer, fun truck, and very capable. And I would agree with Lauren Fix. It is so much fun to drive. But anyway, it gives you a, a great view of the road. Now, this is not a commercial for the vehicle, okay? But what this is, is when you have a better view of the road, those of you with 18-wheelers, you've got the most commanding view of all. That's like the Empire State Building or whatever that big building in Asia is of, of, of motor vehicles. You get to see things that you might miss if you were in an ordinary car like the one I usually drive. And, folks, I think I've noticed this. Maybe you have as well. Every holiday season, okay, heading into Christmas, heading into Hanukkah, that people are driving like absolute maniacs. Saw things on the drive-in to work today that made me shake my head in absolute wonderment as to how these people, 
even received a driver's license or how they maintain the privilege of driving. Just absolutely stunning to me. Uh, I don't even know if I want to go into specifics, but I'm talking about people literally taking their lives into their hands to cut out of parking lots and dart across four lanes of traffic to get into the parking lot across the street. Seemingly oblivious to the fact that at any given moment they could be T-boned, which is not a lot of fun. Happened to me when a lady ran a red light once, and uh, I would not recommend being T-boned as a way to start off or as a way to end your day. But the the question that I have is sometimes we will talk about uh, what do people do on the roads that just drives you nuts. I want to go a little bit further into it. What I want to ask you is a real basic question. I want to get your analysis, your probing analysis as to when, first of all, do you agree with the premise that people are driving worse than ever before? Literally, literally, on the way to watching the football game on Sunday, had a lady in a giant SUV. We're heading down 270. She pulls up to the light. We had the green. She had the red. She wasn't going to stop. And I literally had to lay on the horn to get her attention that, honey, you are not getting in front of me. Uh, I, I cannot stop the vehicle. I'm doing the speed limit or a little less. I've got the right of way. Why would you even think you're going to do this? And uh, she kind of gave the look of embarrassment as well she should. I didn't flip her off, but I just wanted to make her well aware that, uh, hey, um, I'm coming and you do not want to be in the way because it's not going to be good for either one of us. But why, why, if you agree that people are driving worse than they have ever driven before, the question I need the answer to is why are people driving worse than they have ever driven before? There has to be a reason. If we approach this topic as a given, okay, that people are driving really bad lately, especially lately, and especially around the holidays, there must be a reason why. What is it? Is it that people are trying to uh, do too much in limited time? Uh, it's like you've got two groups of people in America now. You've got the people doing all the work, and you've got people who are doing pretty much nothing. And uh, maybe the people trying to do all the work are so busy trying to do as many errands as they possibly can during a day, whether it's personal errands, whether it is uh, work-related, that they are making or taking chances they ordinarily would never have taken because they're trying to jam too much into a short period of time. That is a possibility. Is it the fact that most school districts don't offer driver education anymore? And if you are of a certain age in Western New York, a lot of school districts offered driver education classes, especially in the summertime. And that was kind of a rite of passage, taking driver ed. Now, childhood misconceptions as a little boy, when I knew that my older siblings were taking driver ed, I literally thought there was a guy named Ed who was taking them for drives. I mean, I'm a little kid, okay? And I'm thinking, what does this Ed do? Why is this Ed taking my siblings out for drives? But 
later I, of course, discovered it was driver education. But we had driver education and, thank goodness, had some phenomenal driver education teachers. There was classroom instruction with uh, Mr. Walter. He was a great classroom instructor, okay? And then there was the practical part of the curriculum, which was the actual driving itself. Had a great teacher there, too, Ted Pajaki, phenomenal driving teacher. And going to be really honest with you, one of the reasons why I've not caused any serious accidents over the driving career that I've had is the education that was given to me by Mr. Walter and by Mr. Pajaki. They taught very, very well. And sometimes, just like a flight instructor, if you've ever flown an airplane, I'll hear their voices in my head saying, no, 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 no. Nope, you can be dead right. You can have the right of way, but if you turn into the path of a tractor trailer, your right of way doesn't really mean anything because your soul is going to leave your body, which we certainly don't want. But is it that people aren't taking driver education at school? Um, Certainly there are local driving schools that are teaching people how to drive, but there has to be a reason why people suck at driving worse than they ever have before, if you accept my premise. Maybe you believe the premise is wrong, and you're more than welcome to call in and and tell me that I'm uh, basically full of it. And I do have some information from the AAA, which kind of backs up um, where I'm coming from. Now, the other thing is uh, people are very upset that nobody wants to work anymore. People cannot find bodies to work. Literally received an email last week at work from a dude in Canada. Said, Tom, you know a lot of people. We're going to be opening up a 40,000 square foot warehouse in western New York, and we're looking for somebody to manage it. It pays sixty dollars to $70,000 a year with benefits. So I talked to a whole bunch of people I know, absolutely zero interest. Zero interest because the people with whom I spoke have long-term jobs where they are, they feel very secure where they are, and they don't want to make a move, even if it might mean they're going to make more money. But uh, this company, and I wish I had saved the email, I I might have somewhere in my files, but uh, this company is trying to find a body. And we got into this late in the show yesterday because we talked about the supply chain and the interconnectivity of the labor force, the means of production, the methods of production, the infrastructure of production, all that kind of stuff. But fundamentally, you need labor. You need bodies. And I want your analysis of why we have a labor shortage. Why is this happening? I really want to know what you think because you know more than I do, okay? You're going to have a better handle on it than will I. Why is there a labor shortage? Why is it? And this has been the case. It was true even before the pandemic, but the pandemic made it worse. Why is pretty much every business everywhere saying, 
do you know any live body willing to take a job? Because the way a lot of us were brought up is, you know, the best way out of poverty is working. So I want you to mull this over, but I want your telephone calls because I'm going to put you in the analyst uh, in the analyst seat today at 803-0930. That's 803-0930. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. It is Bowerly. Don't worry about the voice. I feel absolutely magnificent, but I think I'm allergic to something that has just been brought into the station as of yesterday. Seriously, on News Radio 930 WBEN, your calls coming up. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Okay, if you're just joining us, a couple of things. I'm approaching them from different directions today. Do you agree that people are driving worse than ever and it is magnified during the holiday season? If you agree with, maybe you disagree with that premise, you feel free to call. But if you agree, I want your explanation as to why. The other thing is the labor shortage. People, I hear this over and over, you do too. People don't want to work. My question is, what happened and why to the American work ethic? It was staggering before the pandemic, but the pandemic was like Joe Lewis in the first round of the second fight against Max Schmeling, just leveling him little boxing reference for you. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's go to Alex. Uh, Alex, uh, you're first up today. Welcome to the show. How are we doing today? 
Well, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm amazed at what I saw on the drive-in today. I saw people basically on kamikaze missions. Well, uh, it's you and me are very similar in age. And my grandfather, he had a saying that answers it real well for you. He, it was, he was more colorful, and we'll keep it clean. The number of morons anywhere is directly proportional to the population. We have way more people on the road. So you have way more morons behind the wheel. But I, I wonder statistically, sir, if that is correct, because we've oh, lost I don't really know. Well, we've lost so much population in New York State and in western New York over the years. Um, and I, I don't know. And here, here's another thing, Alex. Um, you know, there was a time when you and I maybe had fewer grayer hairs. Where, hmm. if the Water period, <laughs> sorry, man. Uh, where, um, if you had somebody who was driving badly, chances were pretty good it would be an old man in a hat, or it would be hate to say this, but a Q tip behind the wheel, not able to see over the wheel, and therefore not able to safely drive. I can honestly tell you that it is people in the prime of life who are driving like idiots. And they're not even driving jalopies, my friend. They're driving vehicles like Lexi. That's my own personal plural for Lexuses. They're driving Cadillacs, cool Cadillacs. They're driving nice vehicles. They're not driving jalopies, but they're driving them as if they just don't care. I, I You can probably relate to this, but I never had I never had a payment on a vehicle till I was 32 years old. Everything was bought off the side of the road and driven. You kept it running. Maybe that's part of it, because if you screwed around, you're the one who had to fix it. Nowadays, but, all these cars, you get rid of them before the warranty even runs out. Uh, th- this is correct. but So your, your point is that uh, the you're always going to have a certain number of people based on a percentage who are absolutely incompetent at driving. And I don't know, I I believe with all respect to your grandfather's thesis, I believe that the number of bad drivers has increased exponentially. And again, I'm going to say since the beginning of the pandemic, when police were not pulling over anybody for vehicle and traffic stops. Uh, Yes. Uh, I think people adopted ways of driving that basically, I mean, you could be on the Youngman uh, during a workday and you'd be the only car on the Youngman. Speed limit? What speed limit? There's no trooper around anyway. No, you are correct there. My uh, my uh, youngest uh, proved that point last summer when he got one of my Harleys impounded because I hadn't registered it during COVID. And to re-register it, I had to go to the DMV, which you now have to make an appointment to go to. So needless to say, I procrastinated. It didn't get registered. And 13 tickets later and a tow bill later, it came back from Indian Falls to me. So, yeah, I can understand that. Oh, good grief. got away with it all through COVID. You know, actually, uh, I don't know which DMV uh, you are speaking of, but uh, the Erie County DMV at the Eastern Hills Mall, they prefer or they they give you the option of appointments, but you can do a walk-in. I did a walk-in within the last month and was very impressed with the service at the DMV and said so. Okay, I live up towards Lockport, and the Lockport DMV only accepts appointments. Okay, Niagara County as opposed to Erie County. Um, All right, well... 
your son, um, uh, okay, we, we've established that maybe the beginning of the really bad driving started during COVID, but that might be an answer why. But can you think of any other reason why people are driving like idiots? I, I'm seeing people, dude, doing U-turns in the middle of the village of, Main, uh, village of Williamsville Main Street in the middle of the afternoon. I'm seeing people cutting across four lanes of traffic to get from a shopping place on one side of the street to the other side of the street with alarming frequency, sir. No, you're, you're correct. It is. I'm driven. I have a, a pickup truck, an old pickup in my driveway. It has 345,000 miles on it. It was a, a work vehicle. It's been in all 50 states. It has zero moving violations on it. It has zero accidents other than deer. Ah, well, so they're it, not chargeable technically. So, well, th- that's that's correct. good. Um, I haven't been pulled over for a moving violation in several years, haven't gotten a ticket since 1983, haven't even gotten a parking ticket in the past 20 years or so. Uh, oh, so me. That's really good. Yeah. I, well, I, you, you live in the falls. I live in, in Williamsville and I got a driveway, so it kind of makes it easy. Um, and I'm the only I'm the only car in the house, so I don't have to worry about switching them around and leaving one on the street overnight during the no parking period. But we're trying to figure out right. why people are driving worse than they've ever driven before. Do you also have a thought on why people aren't working? Because I, I hate to keep bringing this up, but... Uh, it, it, I think it's a very important subject, and it's one thing to sit here and say, I'm upset that the work ethic in America seems to have vanished. I'm upset that people don't seem to want to work. What I want to know is what happened, and it started before the pandemic. Yeah, I, I don't have – I mean, I have a political bias view of that. If they gave you everything you need, but that really doesn't fit the bill because, I mean, both, both of my kids uh, – 134 and 127 both have excellent work ethics me i'm 58 i still work i'm not going to retire for another five six years i go to work every day Uh, no i do not understand it but what i have noticed is that even when they gave them more money the quality seems to go down the more money you pay these people i mean and people in general i do not understand it for the lower paying jobs your starter jobs they called when we were young yep and the ones that they want to make a living out of now, that's not going to happen. No, sir. Alex, I, I talked to a guy last night in the uh, construction trades. Actually, um, I sat— I am. I'm a, un- I'm a union electrician. Well, God bless you. I am good friends with the former head of the Carpenters Union, Billy Bing. I don't know if you've crossed paths with Billy, but uh, I'm, I'm very pro-organized labor, just so you're aware of that. Um, but oh, I am, too. I, I was sitting— I, I was sitting last night with uh, with the blue-collar guys at the Nerds Gone Wild Christmas party, which I really enjoy. And, and the one guy was talking about some of these people who are applying for work as roofers are demanding $30 an hour to start out. 30 an hour to start out. Okay, if you, if you go back in history, and you can verify this for me, but I've the, uh, and we'll go back to 1980. Minimum wage, I believe, was uh, 217 an hour. I may be off by a little bit in New York State. Your average UAW worker in New York State was making $19 an hour. Well, you see the gap? Now minimum wage is, what, 12 and some change an hour? 
And as a union electrician now, I make $39 an hour. And you've been at it for quite some time. If we're about the same age, you're doing 39 an hour at a highly skilled and dangerous job where you've got to invest in a nice multi-hundred-dollar pair of gloves or pay the consequences, where you've seen screwdrivers snapped in half because of electricity. These are things that you've actually experienced, I'm sure, on the job. But you've got people starting out expecting 30 bucks an hour, and they don't know the difference between a shingle and a roofing nail. I, I could be off a little bit, but I believe we start our first years out in the apprenticeship program at $17 an hour. And they go for, through five years of schooling to make what we make. And they, the whole world thinks I make too much money. It's like, no, you got it all wrong. You're not old enough to see to remember what used to be good money. They don't pay us enough, not even close. Well, now, The ratio should be about 8 to 1 for minimum wage to a highly skilled job. Now you're just barely 3 to 1. You know, it's, it, Alex, that is a really interesting point, and, and but that's, you know, here's the thing. From what I'm hearing from the employer side of it, um, this is, this that is what you have to pay to even get bodies to show up. And I, what I'm trying to figure out, Alex, and I mean, you said you got a political bias towards this, but what I'm trying to figure out is what happened. And again, it was our labor force, okay, was staggering well before the pandemic. People were hungry for bodies to work. The pandemic just seems to have knocked it out. Yeah, I don't I don't really have a good answer for that part. I just know that the whole balance has been really out of whack for at least the last decade in this country. Period. The balance is just out of whack. Very interesting. But, Alex, I will tell you why I'm a big believer um, in uh, the labor movement and unions and organized labor because you guys, and I'm also a union member uh, myself with uh, SAG-AFTRA, uh, Screen Actors Guild and uh, AFTRA, um, we need in the United States a strong middle class. Without a strong middle class, we are screwed. Well, they're, they're, they're weaning it out of us. The average age of a journeyman electrician in this country is 50 years old. What's wrong with that picture? The pro- Okay, one of the problems, I think, sir, and this is, this is a great conversation, man. Um, one of the problems is for many, many years, 30 years, when we were kids, we were told, Go to college. You are going to college because going to college or university, that was your ticket to a white-collar world. That was your ticket to your own home and a white picket fence and two cars in the garage. And what they never... Well, yeah, because these these kids now are graduating with worthless degrees, absolutely worthless, and they're doing so tens of thousands of dollars in debt. Now, my daughter racked up a real nice student loan debt, but she's got a profession to show for it as an attorney. Now, my daughter did, too. She spent uh, she's $100,000 in debt to UB. She's a child psychologist at Buffalo City Schools. She's got a great profession. She's got a great mindset. She's got a great job. She's doing great work. Here's the kicker. My 27-year-old is a fourth-generation electrician working in a plant. He makes $3 an hour more than she does. Wow. You can't match benefits. You can't match the benefits, though. State employee benefits, or you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Life life has always been a, a trade-off. And for, t- yes. t- you know, typically, and we, we've talked about this. We haven't talked about this in a while. But 
way back when, the trade-off used to be, okay, I'll be a firefighter. I'll be a cop. I won't make as much as I would be if I was working at Chevy. But in the long run, with my health benefits and my pension and my 20 years or 25 years and out, this is a career that I want to do. Um, that that was the old trade-off. But I, I'm telling you, I, I happen to believe, we'll see what other people have to think, and we've, we've talked about this before, and I don't mean to repeat shows, but... We need more young people to be talked out of going to college and getting degrees in English or history and more of them to be talked into, hey, you, you should learn how to fix stuff or build stuff or IT, tra- exactly, trade schools. For uh, sure. Alex, uh, it's been a very enlightening conversation on both fronts. I thank you kindly for the call and you have yourself uh, a great day. Well, I appreciate the conversation, sir, and you have a good day also. Thanks, Alex. And please don't call me sir. Tom is fine. That is fine. My preferred pronoun is your royal highness, um, actually. Hey, it doesn't matter anymore. I can demand you call me, whatever, and then I can be all offended if you don't. A couple of things. Why? Why are people driving worse so bad that the AAA put out a statement a few days ago? Why are they? Why? What is the reason? And what is the reason why people don't want to work? And there literally is not a day that goes by. This does not arise in conversation. And and please, if you're one of my friends, if we go out tonight, I don't want to hear you say, you know, Tom, I was going to call your show today, but dot, dot, dot. That annoys me. Uh, Makes me feel taken for granted. Sherry, or is it Cherie? It's Sherry. Sherry in Lancaster. You're on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Tom. It's my pleasure. So I was I currently work in the staffing industry, and I handle uh, business development for for the for the provider. And so I'm on the road a lot, and I see a lot of what's going on. And I, you are 100 percent right. It's not the beat up cars. It's it's these cars that are. Driving, I was on the 33 yesterday as an example, and I'm going down the road, and these cars are swerving in and out, and I'm looking over like, what is going on? Was there something going on? And they're like trying to follow each other, and I'm noticing a lot of too, the windows are smoked out, and I thought there was like a New York State law that you couldn't have, so uh, there was only a certain percentage of windows. Yeah, there is. There's a medical exemption, but I doubt all those people have medical exemptions. Like if you've got lupus, for example, you can get an exemption. And so I'm seeing all this going on. And my, my only, my opinion, I think, um, number one, I don't think we're seeing, I don't think there's consequences anymore. I don't think we're seeing a lot of the police out there. And, and not, I'm not putting them down at all. I, I'm 100% support the police. Um, but I just don't think there's no consequences. And with people with GPSs now, if you have something in your, in your car and you're driving from A to B, there's speed traps that you could see, oh, there's a speed trap ahead. There's a speed trap ahead. And, and with that type of technology, people just don't care. They're just going in and out and doing whatever they want to do. Well, you know, that doesn't bother me because the police explanation for why they enforce speed is to keep speed low. 
uh, and the mere presence of a police car can keep the speed down. So if it's true that they're simply being proactive and keeping speed low, they shouldn't have any issue at all with radar detectors or with the Waze, W-A-Z-E, that app showing where the high-speed enforcement areas are. There are no such things as speed traps, with the exception of Trumansburg, New York. <laughs> um <laughs> But if if you want to add to this, I I would be happy to talk to you after the news, uh, Sherry in Lancaster, because you also said you're in staffing. Talked last night. Uh, we we're at the Nerds Gone Wild Christmas party at My Tomato Pie on the Boulevard, and I was sitting with a bunch of really awesome, great Americans. One of whom is an electrical contractor, very successful guy. He is a sweetheart of a man. He put an ad on one of the websites, which I won't name, and talked about the benefits you get, talked about the pay you would receive, which was really good. He had, get this, two applicants. Two applicants. That's it. And it's a good job in the electrical field. Unbelievable. So if you're just joining us, and look, this I don't want this to be old man radio, okay? But we need to have a discussion of are people really driving worse than they've ever driven before? And as somebody who's had his license since like 1981, somewhere in there, I will tell you I've never seen it as bad as it is, okay? And I've got a good driving record. So it's not like I'm a horrible driver. I... You know, I, I just I just try to pay attention to what I'm doing when I'm driving. I know it's kind of an old-fashioned concept. but and, and the labor shortage, literally a day does not go by, not a single day, where a business owner does not talk to me about, Tom, I can't find anybody to work. And it's affecting the supply chain. Why? My question is why? Not so much are you experiencing it, but why is this happening? I don't have all of the answers. We're getting to a few of them, though, I think. So hold on. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 